0: Hi there, I'm Carlos Mezenga from Luanda, Angola. You are listening to the English Sabbath School Podcast, Information and Transformation. Hi there, dear friends, I'm Mo Sena for the English Sabbath School Podcast, Lesson 3, for Sunday, I said Sunday, January 15th, already the middle of the month, wow, today's title, Tithe equals a tenth. Okay. Isn't it interesting that people still question how much a a, a 10% represents of our income? A tithe should be what? 10% or 5% or 2%? Nobody wants to give 50%, but less than 10% people might be willing to. Interesting, isn't it? Well, focus Mo, focus. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, oh, so much we owe you. We don't owe some things or many things. We owe everything to you, Father. And when you ask us to return to you the tithes and the offerings for sustenance of your house, who are we to say no? Otherwise, if you, if you withheld from us your blessings, we wouldn't have anything to give. Father, soften our hearts, show us your way, show us, teach us to be faithful, teach us to follow your example as you are faithful. Oh, Father, may we learn little by little to be faithful as well. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, the first part of the lesson for today starts with something that I love, I love it. Dictionaries. Do you like dictionaries, my friends? Do you have dictionaries? I still have a collection of dictionaries on my uh, library shelf because uh, I keep them as kind of trophies of my experience using them. But now I use uh, uh, online apps and uh, Google Dictionary. But we still, they play the same function. And the lesson starts with the following. Dictionaries define tithe as a 10th part of something, or 10%. This definition is likely taken from the Bible narrative. Tithe is simply returning 10% of our income, or increase, to God. We understand that we, all we have belongs to Him in the first place. Yes, the tithing legislation given to Israel at Mount Sinai points out that the tithe is holy and belongs to God, let us check it out. Let us go to Leviticus. Come on, Zildo. Open your Bibles. Zilda, open your Bibles. Yes, Carmen, open your Bibles. Yes, I. Uh, you, do you see there, Pastor Celio? His Bible is already open. Yes, very good. And Leviticus 27, verse 30. I'm going to be reading from the NIV, the New International Version. But please, feel free to use any translation that you prefer. A tithe of everything from the land. Whether grain from the soil or fruit from the trees belongs to the Lord. It is holy to the Lord. Leviticus 27:32. Every tithe of the herd and flock, every tenth animal that passes under the shepherd's rod, will be holy to the Lord. So, in that time, in that agricultural society, they talked about tithing fruit, tithing grain, and tithing animals now we have money uh, and not even physical cash many times it's only digital i spend a month without holding a, a, a bill of a, a, a bank note you know a physical bank note just because everything i pay using electronic transfers in brazil we use Pix. in other countries there must be other uh, technical systems for e-transfer as well so you don't need to touch cash But all this digital transfer is also referring to blessings that the Lord has given us directly or indirectly. So the lesson is telling us to uh, open our Bibles now once again and take a look at some verses. But first, let us take a look here at the first, the final paragraph. God asks only for his how much, how much does God ask us? Yes, everything, our heart, our body, everything. Yes, but from our money, from our assets, from what we have, how much? 10%. Our offerings of gratitude are separate from and in addition to the tithe. The tithe is the minimum. Did you hear that, Fabricio? The minimum testimony of our Christian commitment Nowhere in the Bible do we find any indication that God's portion is less than a tenth. Yes, and very interesting. So here the lesson is trying to specify how much it is a tithe. Okay, so let us see the examples in Genesis 14, 18, 20, and then in Hebrews. Come on, open our Bibles, open our move it, move it. (laughs) Genesis 14, 18, 20. Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was priest of God most high, and he blessed Abram, saying, Blessed be Abram by God most high, creator of heaven and earth, and praise be to God most high who delivered your enemies into your hand. Then Abram gave him a tenth of everything. And many people, uh, we studied about it a few quarters ago, I think two, three quarters ago about Genesis. And many people believe that Melchizedek was Jesus himself or a spiritual being. But uh, we, uh, according to what we understand from that, he was a man, he was a man. But a priest of God as well, before the organization of the Israel nation, right, and the the Israel religious system. Now, in Hebrews seven one through nine, uh, the author of Hebrews, that we assume it was Paul, uh, wrote the following. This Melchizedek was king of Salem and priest of God Most High. He met Abraham returning from the defeat of the kings and blessed him, and Abraham gave him a tenth of everything. First, the name Melchizedek means king of righteousness. Then also, king of Salem means king of peace. Without father or mother, without genealogy, without beginning of days or end of life, resembling the son of god he remains a priest forever just think how great he was even the patriarch abraham gave him a tenth of the plunder now the law requires the descendants of levi who become priests to collect a tenth from the people that is from their fellow israelites even though they also are descended from abraham this man however did not trace his descent from levi yet he collected a tenth from abraham and blessed him who had the promises. And without doubt, the lesser is blessed by the greater. In the one case, the tenth is collected by people who die, but in the other case, by him who is declared to be living. One might even say that Levi, who collects the tenth, paid the tenth through Abraham. So that's Hebrews 7, 1-9. through 9. Question, what was Abram's response to meeting Melchizedek? And what does this teach us about how far back in history the practice of tithing goes? So, is it something that uh, it was invented by Moses at Mount Sinai in the desert during the the pilgrimage, the sojourney of the people of Israel, or is it much older? Mm -hmm. Now, the lesson commands the following. The first mention of tithing in the Bible is in Genesis 14 which tells the story of Melchizedek's meeting with Abram. The last mention of tithe in the Bible recall, recalls the same encounter, but the word, words tenth and tithe are used interchangeably, as we saw in Hebrews 7. Note in the Hebrew story that neither Melchizedek nor Christ were of the tribe of Levi, so tithing precedes and follows the selection of the Levites. Tithing is not exclusively a Jewish custom and did not originate with the Hebrews at Sinai. And then we invited to read Genesis 28. The question is, what did God promise to do for Jacob and what was Jacob's response to God? Yeah, and Jacob was Abraham's grandson. So for sure he knew what his father's uh, tradition or habits were about tithing. So Genesis twenty-eight thirteen fourteen. 14. There above it stood the Lord, and he said, I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham, and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your descendants the land on which you are living. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth, and you will spread out to the west and to the east, to the north and to the south. All peoples on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. And Genesis 28 22. Then Jacob made a vow saying, if God will be with me and I will watch over me and will watch over me on this journey, I am taken and will give me food to eat and clothes to wear so that I return safely to my father's household. Then the Lord will be my God and this stone that I have set up as a pillar will be God's house. And of all that you give me, I will give you a tenth. Mm-hmm. So what did God promise to do for Jacob? And what was Jacob's response to God? What did Jacob promise to do? When Jacob left home, running from his angry brother Esau, one night he had a dream of a staircase that ascended from earth to heaven. Angels were going up and down on it. And God stood at the top and promised to be with Jacob and someday bring him back home. The single young man had a real conver- conversion experience and said, The Lord shall be my God, and of all that you give me, I will surely give, you a, give a tenth to you. Why is it important to understand that tithing, like the Sabbath, was not something that originated in the ancient Israelite legal or even religious system? What message should we, who live after the cross, take from this truth? Yes. And there's a question, okay, uh, Jacob would return the tithe to whom? To Melchizedek's children, descendants, uh, the priesthood, where was he going to return the tithe? Interesting question. Do you know the answer? I don't, so let me know. (laughs) Well, this is lesson three for Sunday, January 15th. For more information, please get in touch with us on Facebook and Instagram, Believes you Nest. Tell the friends about our podcast available on any podcast platform. Pray about the subject, my friends. If you don't understand or you don't agree with the typing system, pray about it. Learn, grow, and, and make your choices, not out of anger or impulse or kind of really feeling afraid of... Withholding from God, but really because of loving your Lord, you will return to Him the tithe. Have a wonderful Sunday.